Hello everyone, Zach here from the Carnival of Randomness on behalf of our sponsor, Opsitnik & Associates. In these unprecedented times, we reflect on our future, both in the next few weeks and months, but also the upcoming years and decades, and it's time to prepare for that future. Opsitnik & Associates has been contacted by many healthcare workers, as well as old and new clients, to prepare wills, powers of attorney, and advanced directives, also called a living will. All of you need these documents. So don't say you don't have any assets to speak of, no children or other dependents. Regardless of the circumstances now, you will need a will for today and tomorrow. Al Upsitnik feels so strongly about having wills and other needed documents prepared that Upsitnik and Associates can prepare your will, power of attorney, and living will at no charge, you heard that correct, no charge until the end of 2020. No hidden fees or gimmicks. Al feels so strongly about planning for the future at this time that he is willing to assist you with your future. Trust Opsitnik & Associates, attorneys for 42 years, from the Supreme Court to Alaska and everywhere in between. You can find them online, OpsitniksLaw.com, on Facebook, Opsitnik & Associates, or call them toll-free 1-866-391-3299 to prepare for your future. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Carnival of Randomness, and this time our drummer was cutting the grass and he got lost. I mean, it's drummers. So, think about Rochester, obviously we have a lot of chains here. Heck, I live by Ridge Road, I see them all the time. There was one that completely impeded traffic when it opened because I couldn't believe people would just wait. But we have many oases, is that the correct word? I hope, of small businesses, and I think they're treasures, they provide... We call it local flavor, whatever, but they provide so much. And we're very lucky today to have an owner of one of my favorites, Loving Cup. Uh, Leslie, hi. Hello, thanks for having me. And now this was, is this named after a Rolling Stones song? It is. I figured that out. Absolutely. I'm very proud of you. I I heard it first. Early 70s, one of their songs, like they had like the Mick Taylor. Exile on Main Street, it's from that album. Oh, I I have actually the extended version. I mean, that's unfortunately, I have that dark sense of humor a little bit. And when this started. Because we are in the midst of waiting, waiting the murder hornets, obviously. I thought I saw one that... that <laughs> I I don't know. I've seen some big ones out there. But. but there's a song called Ventilator Blues on there, and I saw that. I just was shaking my head no. <laughs> <laughs> but just a little background. How did all... I mean, you've been around now... It would be 12 years at the end of this month. It so. is. Oh, yeah. it's a Park Point by RIT. Yeah. And I... Years go by so fast for me. I was like underage when this started. Somehow you let me in only for dinner. <laughs> well, we're a restaurant too, so yeah. you're, you were allowed. You were allowed. You just couldn't partake in libations yet. Um, I like the word. It sounds like something out of a Greek play. The libation <laughs> bearers, fancy. which is by, uh, I forgot if it was by Euripides or somebody, but one of the Greek poets wrote the libation bearer. Yep. Some of our guests do actually, we have Greg on. It's, he's a drummer, so he usually uses only one-syllable words. Some of our guests are intelligent. <laughs> but how did you get the concept, the idea? Um, you know, it was kind of a it was kind of a fleeting thought in college um, when I was kind of going around and watching live music and thought myself to be a hippie. Um, I had this idea kind of before the surge of, like, the coffee house to have a place uh, that was, you know, music, coffee, some snacks, um, you know, live music being at the center of it, art. And I remember my boyfriend at the time, we, we went around and saw Fish, which is actually where I heard the song first. And uh, he was like, he was that's... He was Pagoda. A lot of people thought he was dead for years, but 
He was yeah. a live fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he kind of got the idea in my head for the name, you know, and I was like, oh, that's a great name. Kind of shelved it, like just thought it was like kind of like a, you know, like a dream idea. Um, you know, went to school, did all the stuff, you know, went to corporate America. And I just kind of was like, this is not for me. Um, and I started working for a restaurant um, and I went over to RIT you know, for working for them. And I kind of came across this spot and I was just like, you know, I grew up in Henrietta and there's just a lack of community and culture and, and local flavors. I like the word. I'm very big. That's the whole thing I do. The show is to promote, you know, my views on music here, yeah. everything local. Yeah. And I always look for these little places and they're out there. They are yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I just, I grew up there, like you said, you're in Greece and it was just, it's just a lot of corporate chains and, you know, Jefferson Road. And I was just like, you know, I feel like this college, this community just needs something. And I kind of came back to the idea. Um, at this point, I had grown up a little bit more. So it kind of evolved into a full-fledged restaurant and actual music venue versus a coffee and house. Park Point itself is really mushroomed up from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's really expanded. We have, it's like a little city state there it's like the bottled city of candor almost it's a barnes and noble yeah <laughs> yeah there's a there's a few little restaurants a few of them have not um, been so lucky to i think make it through this pandemic but we're very lucky it's a beautiful like courtyard we're able to do like a lot of live event, live events out there yeah, which it is, is really and cool. i'm really rit is the one school i'm not really familiar with i went to fisher and u of r mm -hmm. but i would go there the one only thing i knew about rit is i would get lost going to rocky horror there yeah but, <laughs> yeah, because they would have Rocky Horror, and it always looked like I know I didn't go here. Because yeah, I didn't find it. it's a lot of but, bricks. But you also have the students. But you have a very big combination of every type of person is always at Love and Cup. That's what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. It's like a good variety. It's not you could say, oh, it's a college place. No, but it's a business person place for lunch. No, it's a hippie place. Mm -hmm. It's it's very diverse, and and people when I first opened were like, who do you want to attract? And I was like, everyone, and they were like, that isn't possible, and I'm like. Yes, it is. It's to me, and like especially when I was at U of R, I used to always go to Java's. It was Java Joe's at the time, aging myself. Spot <laughs> coffee, so I'm always attracted to coffee. I was always attracted to coffee too. Yeah. But you have a mix because you were really into like all the local brewing and everything. Yeah, we we, you know, we try to be something for everybody. You know, kind of a chill place where you can get food, drink, you know, cocktails. We love working with local breweries. We have. We are at no shortage of amazing beer here in Rochester. Well, I admit when you had the the keg off things with McBain, I had to be <laughs> neutral because I like both of you. So I actually abstained. It was either have both, you know, the little devil was, I have both because you used to have those who ever drained the keg first. Uh -huh. Was it the skull? What was the thing that It was a bobcat. <laughs> it was a bobcat. Yep. That was the booby prize if you lost. I was just telling that story the other day. Um, we did it for five years, that keg off, and then we we burned the bobcat, and we both have the ashes <laughs> it, on our shelves at the bar. Did so. they have a name? But we could, we named him Bob. It seemed fitting, you know. You know he has what? a Facebook page. He has a oh, Facebook he page. Yeah, he lives on. I know on. there's a couple like animals that have Facebook pages on. There. Well, Joe McBain has an affinity for taxidermy. Don't let any, don't let him fool you. <laughs> that guy loves loves looking for some weird. Accident. But you always, I mean, you have special, like, nights for brew, like local breweries, too. I know I've been to, like, a bunch of them. Yeah, we have entertainment um, every night. So, you know, beer tastings, you know, wine tastings, um, 
right right now obviously we have to kind of do oh, things yeah, a we'll, little different <laughs> so we're doing like movies on the patio on thursday fridays and saturdays How's it going too i know you started i know into the spider verse is really a fun movie too it is yeah we're trying to make thursday kind of the music night friday kind of the adult like you know hang out with your friends throwback movie and then saturday family I mean, it's going good this week we got spinal tap on thursday um <laughs> dazed and confused on friday and then i think hook is on Saturday. I like so. that. I mean, a lot of people, were, that's the Robin Williams Peter Pan It's movie. cute. <laughs> it is. I like Smee. He was always one of my favorites. He's pretty great. And trivia, I guess Dustin Hoffman molded uh, Captain Hook after William F. Buckley Jr. So you go to it, pay attention to his mannerisms. He's playing oh, yeah. William F. Buckley. Oh, that's funny. So I think they watch also, too, for the cameo, the little in-joke where there's Pan Am, the fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've I've seen it for sure, but I remember enjoying and it. And the one thing interesting because I would bring my dad to your restaurant, and yeah, he would be a pain because what do you want? Food. <laughs> and I'd, I'd have to because if you go to Love and Cup, you've been to Love and Cup. You know, you, how did you come up with the creative names? For oh, all because I always get the White Rabbit, yeah. and that's the eggplant. Yes, yes. Oh, uh, you know these two. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and a brainstorming session with that's my how this entertainment came to director. Be. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how these names came to be. Pauline, though, um, one of our managers. Oh she yeah, is who really... is responsible for my addiction to Bitburger every time I come in there. <laughs> I mean, Bitburger is delicious. She's my pun, my pun queen because I have made up so many words uh, names over the years. Um, she's really a good go to for some some fun names. But yeah, a lot of wine and Willie O'Reilly, who's our entertainment director. He and I kind of came up with them to start and but that's he, fun though yeah. isn't it and then it makes sense but i would always like the ocean man's to make sense yeah in its yeah. own way and you get the lingo after a while yeah there's a couple though i admit and i can't remember specifically i couldn't bring myself to order because i didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> like whoops i did it a grain like yeah, a grain ball like that. I just, it's like oh i'm gonna have this one right here <laughs> we try to keep it kind of corny just you know not take ourselves too seriously like keep a little bit of like adolescent you know humor i'm always how did you like with the coffee are you did you have any expert do it or did you just come up with because i'm always a big fan of all your i'm a coffee addict yeah. more than drinker so yeah you know um i have a passion for coffee and we have great local coffee no shortage there i actually who do you go to usually is it um we go to java's quite a bit um canal town is someone that we work with as well um We've worked with quite a few. You know, we try to have, like, little guest appearances. Um, Canal Town's probably the one we started with, but Java's is where we get our espresso. Um, I hired Don Elcott, um, who was, like, one of the managers over at Boulder, and I think, like, the mayor of Rochester. Everyone knows him. <laughs> yeah, and, I do. <laughs> everyone yeah, like knows Don, him. He's always, Rob. <laughs> yep, yep. So I just brought him in to really be my expert on that, um, as well as Jason Trotsky, who is also um, is very good at that kind of stuff. I'm really a big proponent of putting people in charge of things that um, or going to experts and having them help you. We're not experts Say in everything. you got it. That's the thing I think a lot of people, I think social media does this to us, because I made the one snarky comment, because, you know, Facebook can be like a war zone. Mm -hmm. and I made the comment that people who can't cook are giving five-star restaurants advice on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I've always said oh, yeah. that one of the best things, if you're running a business, and I have my own business, I've been involved in mm -hmm. things over the years, you always look for people who know what they're doing. Right. You don't assume 
Because there was actually a great thing in Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential, mm. where he and he, if you read this book, if you've ever, I love that book. The one chapter about working at a restaurant, got it because I know, like when I worked at a restaurant, and what he said was, "What happens? You'll have the person you'll have the the dentist retired, so him and his wife have dinner parties." Oh. People like the food. Let's start a restaurant. So he mm-hmm. goes through within a year how he's bankrupt mm-hmm. because you have to just know you. If you have to, I think it's having health, self esteem too. Because some people they have a chip a little bit about they don't realize they have to ask for help and they think it's something that okay I know everything mm-hmm. you don't. You go to people and ask them okay what's good for brewing what's good for coffee what's good for food exactly like when I was looking at putting in my uh, my my keg system the first person I went to was Joe McBain. And I'm like, no, never. I know no. it's shocking. Like the beer, the beer king. Um, he, I, I just, I knew he would have the right answers. And he was, you know, he, he came to the restaurant and he was like, showed me how we could do a direct draw system to keep like our lines short. So I just, I think pride is something you got to kind of throw out the window and just bring in. I think it's the peeps. a sign that I always look and say, okay, that's that's the way to run something. Though you're strong, you lean on other people. You know, you need help too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay, I think. I mean, if you're like a multi-billionaire, you can blow a billion. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing we were talking about, too. People don't realize you own a business. I mean, where's your yacht right now? Yeah, <laughs> I know, really. I keep my Mercedes at home. <laughs> most fun. The, people do not make tons of money. It's out of love. It's great. People will tell you it's a passion of theirs. But if somebody owns a business, don't think they're rich. No, no. It's And, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of sweat equity and... Restaurants specifically are not a high margin. I had the story I'll tell you is one of my parents' friends owned uh, Pats. It was Dan, I think it was Dan and Pats. I forget the name. Glenn and Pats. Okay, his name was on. It was like on stone. He would get up, and he had like four heart attacks, and he finally retired. This is why he would get up. Every morning, like at three or four in the morning, make everything fresh. And I guess it was great for because he made everything fresh. But Mm -hmm. the hours he put in, it's crazy. Honestly. Yeah, and that's what that's why we say I one of my pet peeves, you can do whatever you want, be whatever you want, but if you don't tip, I want to punch you. <laughs> I've <laughs> yeah. known enough times. Absolutely. People but then how did you get like when you have the entertainment? Who was someone like your first ex? Oh man. Because I, I when did you start <sighs> this year I take it you're not gonna have it because it's a strange year. There's usually the Love and Cub Fest, you have like the big Park Point Fest. Oh yeah, well yeah, we do a big concert series out in the courtyard. Yeah, so that has been. Well, I mean, also the thing I like about what you do too is you have local and you have national. Yep, yep. I can go through so many acts. I've seen them. I've actually become like with Tony Levin when you've had him. Mm -hmm. He came out like the last time in January. Little did we know, (laughs) but he came by Tony. Yeah, he's like, hey, hey, Rob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He, I mean. I can't, it's hard to remember the first acts oh, no, that we like, had. I but... hate those. What's your favorite? What's your first? <laughs> yeah, but we try to do a nice mix. I think. Yeah, I think it's really important for us to support local music. I think we are a music town. I think we have so much talent. Um, but yeah, we really. I mean, Tom from the Bop Shop. We collaborate with him quite a bit on on some of those bigger shows. So some memor- We've had some memorable acts up there that are like national that I. I go back and think about, you know, like Aaron Freeman from Ween, which Don kind of helped us with. That was one of those where I knew I could predict who would be there, too. And I remember <laughs> Fox 45 was thrilled yes. to open for them, and I was thrilled. The Isotopes, I remember, opened for them once, and they're great. 
their smoke set off the fire alarm. I remember the fire alarm I, went oh, off for Tony Levin's. Yeah, I remember that one. And he wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's such a great guy, too. If anybody's never... He's one of these guys, he's been on over 500 albums. Yeah. Played with everybody, but he's also so personable. And he made this joke to me. It was the second, not the time of January, it was the time before. Yeah. Tony will meet you, talk to you, every, just say, you know, he'll go grab a beer, he'll come out hang with you. So I have his uh, notes on the bass cluff book. Mm-hmm. He saw it, he looks at it, this is a rare thing. I'll sign it. Go sell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's awesome. He's got that connection with Steve Gadd. Yeah. Which is very cool. Another memorable person that um, has since passed on to the other side is Bat McGrath was a very special oh, human that, you know, would always come every every year and just it was his home. It's the place he felt like it was his home and we celebrated his life um, there. He's he's a memorable one. I mean, Wanda Jackson was a, a cool one. Oh, she's great. Yeah. <laughs> We got some. We've had we've had some you cool go all the stuff. Way, yeah, because you've had Ricky Ramone. Yep. And Rocket from the Tombs. You go punk too. Yep. Yep. All the, over the board. The grandmothers of invention. Oh yeah, that's oh, a fave. One of your big things. Everybody loves this, and the hardest death metal fans I know. My friends will as soon as it advertises, will get tickets. Emmett Otter. Oh my god. I don't even want to talk about that because okay, we don't. I have no idea how this year is going to go, so hopefully... But if you have to limit space for that, those things are going to go in two seconds. Oh, my God, they but already do. <laughs> they do. I mean, one of my friends is like Jeff Bauman, who you know on this, the Bauman. He'll, Rob, I mean, I don't silly it. I'll text him as soon as I see you. Yeah. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> yeah, I'm already getting people asking me, and I'm like, I don't know the answer to That's the thing, question. really, here. We're going to talk about, obviously, we have to talk about the coughing elephant in the room a yeah. little bit but we, but these are it's just and i didn't realize my good friends ben and katie Morey were involved and kurt johnson yeah and yeah. i just all the years i never realized that then kurt ben, yeah I katie you're making weird voices you want <laughs> but yeah the, it's for everybody and i think every i admit i'm one of the only people of my generation well i still you know i lie about my age all the time and here's my show damn it but <laughs> everybody loves emmett otter it's it's yeah I feel like it definitely has a cult following um and we have I mean actually Henson um is backing us on it like they the people who put it on and it's not I, me Kurtz, I think yeah, whoever said that whomever said that at the last show yeah yeah they they have to pay rights to them so I think they're in the middle of making a decision of like you know Obviously, we're going to have to limit this. You know, is it going to be worth paying this money to? That's the one Penson? thing I've been talking about in terms of like a lot of acts. Is you also have the thing where is it worth? Especially, I know a lot of tourists just said. I know like Samantha Fish was one. I know. Oh yeah. That she just changed it to twenty twenty one. Yeah. And I talked to some people. Like I was talking to Sam Snyder, and he's doing actually another online show soon. That he said, I said, hopefully twenty, maybe maybe October. Mm-hmm. We keep shooting. I was supposed to go to Levon Helm Studios for a show, and it's a barn. If you've never been there, it's a barn no. up in upstate New York. Haven't been. Literally a barn. So it's very. And they keep putting it off, and I'm just saying, you know, it's, what are you going to do? Have a lottery and give refunds or whatever? It's mm-hmm. it's cramped. I mean, it's not like yeah. your place. Yeah, it's. I, I think for bigger shows, I think a lot of people are going to err on the side of just kind of waiting. Yeah. You know, because it's a lot of work. You know, even I'm 
Jeff Dale and I do an event in January called Homegrown, um, which is oh, yes. this giant all-day festival on and our you patio. You do Love and Cup Idol, too. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah the which... funny thing is I still remember I was out, actually saw 88 at noon last night, and I was talking about, wait a second, I remember you doing Goodbye Yellow Brick Road on oh, yeah. Love and Cup Idol, and you did the Sarah Bareilles version, not the Ellen John, and she got all excited. Yeah. But how does that go? That's Do you still do those? We... Um, so we switched it a little bit um, a few years ago to The Choice um, versus Idol, um, where we actually brought in some local musicians, and they all choose a vocalist to work with and train, um, and it becomes a competition for them. We got to the top three, and COVID kind of came in yeah, and stole see, the show. See, I'm oblivious. That's my problem. The years go by so fast much for me that I, yeah. I forget when we have things i forget what year that's why i keep my ticket stubs a lot of times yeah absolutely but you've had i said you've got an officer you had primetime funk there a lot who's oh my god incredible love them so much energy that's like a tough one because those are like the kind of bands that like we're really excited to have in there but it's a lot of people in it the and thing also dancing. is again too there's tons of there's like 400 people in the band <laughs> there's a lot so of people in the it band. could be like primetime funk the soloist where you have like maybe 30 people yeah because again i suppose you have to try to limit that too yeah and who can, it's very hard not to dance to that music yeah and dancing well, is not me a thing it is, but <laughs> you know, i know you i think you saw me with him oh you were dancing no i wasn't i think the high risers i think like stan merrill's like you're gonna get out of here <laughs> maybe just a head bob yeah, a little bit. I can get into it. I was probably when I was in my drinking days. Yeah, yeah. But you do have every kind of music. And I've always said, there's good music and there's bad music. Any genre. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't had like a guar or any of that stuff. But you no, <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was like a pretty hardcore band we had early on that was pretty big. And I'm blanking on their name. I definitely like have one of their I'm gonna, t-shirts After we're still. done, I'm going to know because I've been to so many of your shows. Yeah, so. it was early and I'm totally blank. I feel like when we started to, you know... I think we are like kind of a bunch of hippies, so we did a lot of that jam music. But we've really gotten to a place where we just try to be very diverse. I think we're a little different than other venues in that I think there's you can sit and make it this kind of experience for people. They can sit, they can eat, they can drink. It feels like more than just kind of standing at a show. So I feel like we get a lot of like when people want to do something special, like a CD release or like you know what okay, I mean. Yeah, I admit that I did the thing. one when Ian McLaughlin played. And yeah, I actually got, you know. You know, I still rest in peace, Ian, too, is unfortunate. But I sort of became friends with them because they're there yeah. a little bit. But I remember sitting on the thing at the bar and bouncing on this and almost going flying off the... Oh, the bouncy chair. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> those I was telling people, well, you know, their chairs are great there, but be careful. <laughs> and I think I had a couple too many iced coffee, so I was all wired. It's like, give me a white rabbit. This is a coffee, a white room. Yeah. Because the white rabbit is the other thing. But I also thought the other way you could have gone is you could have just called it all food, but which would have been really tough for the wait staff. Yeah. Food. That, <laughs> that was one of my favorite jokes in Repo Man. Yeah. Is if you watch, everything is just labeled, it's food, everything else. <laughs> but I think the wait staff would be really, why are you firing all the people? Well, they don't know which is which. <laughs> you know, everything. so one of the big things, obviously, now is okay, we're going, we're rolling along this year. I saw Tony mm-hmm. Levitt, some other things. And all of a sudden, everything went to hell. And mm-hmm. when you heard the news in this, how did you react being an owner and. Do you hope it would just go away, maybe? Um, I feel like I remember the Friday when I was, like, getting, like, real. And I was, you know, the half-capacity thing kind of came into play. Um, And I feel like my natural, like, I feel like at first I kind of had shock. And then my natural thing to do is to be like, all right, what can we do to, like, make this easier for everyone? So 
actually Jeff Dale and I like got a bunch of people together that were like restaurant breweries, um, you know, just local establishments. Um, got we got together and just you know I got some some people from government there so we could send some ideas, thoughts, questions. Um, I feel like. I just wanted a place, and, and we actually have this restaurant association kind of thing that kind of came of it where we kind of are leaning on each other and supporting each other. Um, but, yeah, we just kind of came together so we could get some answers and work together and just help each other because we're going, you know, it sucks, but we're all going through it together. So the, the that's like the only thing I can kind of go back to is at least we're, we're not do, going through this alone. Um, we have people around us to, like, you know, mediate and come up with ideas and that kind of thing, and that's... The community is strong. So I feel like, although it sucks, I feel like some cool things have come of it. I think it doesn't sink in at first. And I always give the example. Yeah. When I was in England, I had to go to the Hammersmith Odeon. Yeah. And people, the Brits are telling me, are you crazy? Yeah. Going to this. And then there was also there was a bomb threat there. And I'm laughing at this time. Yeah. Pre-9-11 and everything else. I'm laughing. Ah, bomb threats. Those are what friends of mine would do calling at school. And they're all like, yeah. he's crazy. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it sinks in at first. And at first. It doesn't. I'm, it doesn't. And we didn't know, like, because it would start slowly, and you would think, okay, we've had various things over the years, mm-hmm. but nothing's going to happen. Then all of a sudden, the Sam Kinison voice hits you. It's like, why? Yeah. I feel like it was the day after St. Patty's Day, like, where people were out, and I, I remember kind of going on Facebook and coming across this post from my friend who was living in Italy, and that's when it really hit me. Yeah, I heard and all he was like, that. Yeah, he was like, I see Americans kind of acting the same way, you know hoping that it will kind of go away, you know, kind of like, and and I'm telling you, this thing is real. And I read this, you know, huge, you know, post from this person that I knew well. And I was like, it kind of hit me like a bag of bricks. And then I feel like from there on, it was like, Something okay. new, because it's like, I always heard about, because my parents grew up with the Depression, but you can hear about it, you didn't live through it. And yes. I would say we would have economic t- down times. And, you know, my, my mom would tell me, you know, don't think of this. Nobody could get a job back then. My dad had to go. His parents had to give them to relatives because they couldn't afford to feed them. And this was really... And you don't live through it, though. You can try to... Like the Spanish flu. And the reason they called it the Spanish flu back was because there was one of the only newspapers that were still going were in Spain, so it's not really the Spanish flu. Right. But people lived through that outbreak. And we never really... You know, I had chicken pox. You know, we've had swine flu, mm-hmm. all the other various. I mean, I think I had West Nile from walking my dog. Oh, wow. But you don't think about it. You think no. it's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen in modern day world. You know, I Am Legends, a movie. Yeah, I think we, for some reason, like just think we're invincible. And I don't think anyone saw it But coming. I remember, and I, I remember when this happened that... I was gonna. I was debating going on. I was just amazed. First of all, St. Patrick's Day, obviously, big day for. And I used to work at a bar. And yes, I. It was a mixed blessing because we made so much money. But I would be dead by the end of the day because I was right. You know, I was at Monty's Corner, mm-hmm. and especially if it was cold, people would come in. Right. But I remember all of a sudden they're canceling the parade. They're canceling everything. And at first, you know, you think they're overreacting. But I decided again to go out. I went to Iron Smoke just to see my friends band in 1916. Tommy'd have it. And this is like, okay, this is going to pass in a couple weeks. And then the next day. Exactly. That's exactly when. The next day, though, I was going to go down to the Daily Refresher because my friend Hannah, Hannah does shows there. She's got to schedule things. So Cammy Anna Harrow was going to come in. Ooh. I was thrilled to see her again because she'd moved. Right. So I park. I always like to walk. So I parked down by Rock, the gallery. And right. it was like. 
it was like the guy in 28 days later waking up and coming out of the hospital. I'm walking down East Avenue. It's like a ghost town. Nobody's there, and I'm waiting for that zombie thing to come running out at me because I hadn't, I hadn't known. So I went down. Daily Refresher was closed. So I went to Record Archive. Figure I'm down here. They were supposed to have like a big show that night. That was canceled. That was when you went in, hit the the hand sanitizer. Right. And this was before the mask and everything. Yeah. And then have you seen any craziness? I'm, I'd like to state, too, I don't think wearing a mask is a plot by the Illuminati to enslave us all. Okay? Right. I have not seen, you know, we have all our stances. I think, you know, be smart, be considerate. But if, I've never really seen anything really bad about so far. I've heard horrible incidents, and I think that's terrible when we should all be together instead of just fussing over petty, you know, crap. I am lucky in... We have had a few incidents. I can't say that I haven't. A couple at the store, actually, a couple weeks ago, they had a couple people, and I forgot my wallet the first time ever, my COVID brain, which I... 2020 brain, I don't want to insinuate I'm, you know, plague, you know, typhoid Mary or anything. (laughs) So I had to go home, and I live like five minutes from Wegmans, but they had the two police cars taking people away. How would you like to work? And I always say, put yourself in other people's positions. If you're working at a restaurant, you're at checkout, how would you like to deal with people like trying to spit on you, cough on you? I just think like, we've been through it. (laughs) Like, I feel like if you're, if you, if you have any consideration at all, like when you're walking up to any restaurant or small business, it's like, they've been through hell. (laughs) And oh, yes. <laughs> can I just like be put my like philosophies aside and kind of, you know, just be considerate, be kind. I, I had um, an incident where like three people walked up, three, three dudes, and they were all coming for lunch. And one of them just wasn't going to wear a mask. And he was kind of having a tantrum. And his friends, his friends were kind of like, all right, bro, well, we're going to go have lunch. And they just kind of like let him like go off. And they had a beautiful time. And the biggest you know, complaint ever was like the one time with, again, Tony Levin, he was sold out seeing people. It was like sardines in there, seeing people come to the door and seeing sold out go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think people, people at our, we've been pretty fortunate. People you are, have been I've never pretty had any. I mean, this I, over the years. Rochester, over the, I guess I just don't hang in those places wherever the the bad places or whatever. I've never really seen incidents any place I go. And the people, they're always good people who run the place. It's always. Yeah. But I will say one thing. First place I went to Avino, my friend Janine. Yeah. For takeout. I was, okay, I'm going to try. So I'm like calling up, hi, it's Rob. Yeah. And, you know, you pay with credit, obviously. You go pick it up, and you just you text them when you get there. Right. So I did this, but then they put the 10 up. And all I could think of, there should be, it would be like some kind of surreal show, a doctor's operating, and they have takeout in the emergency room because everybody's got masks on. Oh, my god! It's like, okay, now the ribs. Oh, we have to stop the spleen operation. Oh go gosh. deliver the ribs. Oh, my god! Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. it's just, I mean, once you see it first time, it's like, imagine somebody dropping, get, going through a time tunnel from 1990, seeing people. I know. It's crazy. People want us to wear, and I want banks to open, because I want to wear a mask going into a bank. I know. You just want to have that experience, And I right? had the first time, I got pulled over by the cops last week, going home. I rarely go out, but I'm driving home, and I get pulled over, and I'm like, oh, come on, it's 2020. What did I do? <laughs> I'm going to be in, a, like, a freaking prison in Devil's Island. And it turned out they were very sweet, but it's weird seeing a, gu- a goofy guy with a gun come up to you with a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> did you wear your, did you keep your mask on? Well, too? what yeah. I did was I had it, and number one, I'm sitting there, I have a Three Stooges shirt on and a Bullwinkle mask, so I'm figure it's like please step out of the car but they pull me over and they're really nice 
And they said, you know why we stopped you? And I'm, I don't want to even know. And it turned out I had my front head that light was out. Oh. And I didn't, honestly, I told them, I rarely go out these days. Not like old social butterfly days. And to be honest, too, if I knew, I would have fixed it. So they, they were real nice. They gave me a fix-it ticket. Nice. But I had this, and I wasn't wearing it driving. So the yeah. one day, two of, there were two of them. Maybe they're doing that now. The one came up on the left, one on the right, and he had it on. I was, and I had this up here, and he said, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've always thought I was – I haven't been pulled over, thankfully. But I was, I'm like, should I wear Check it? Check your not? Like, I don't know. But – yeah, it's 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 strange times. But then when you started to reopening, I know you started it was patio, and you yes. did, you've done the takeout because I know I did it once. Yes, we started with the takeout um, a few days a week. We waited though like longer than a few other restaurants. I can't remember when you because I kept because I always said okay, a vino, love and cup. As soon as love and cup opens, I have to get something there. Yeah. And it took it a was a lot of. It was very cool. You know, we just wanted to be sure, sure we were ready. We I took a few extra I weeks. I think that's the thing where. If you jumped in, especially this, this is again foreign territory. It sure is, and it's just strange. Again, just a segue. Think about not long ago, like I would have. Okay, I need dog food. I'll go to Chewy. dot com. I don't want to go out. Yeah, but I would go if I needed groceries, and I try to go as few times as possible. Think if you you have to go to the store for something. You just go and you do it. Now, oh, I got to bring my mask. I got to bring my sanitizer. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. I'd have like a. I'd have the sheet, and then I'd forget the sheets. So I'd be lost. I'd have a plan to literally go in there and get the heck out of there as fast as possible. Because mm-hmm. I saw the first night, they had the little squares. Some guy couldn't navigate holding a pizza and going up there. And, I don't want to stand here. And, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I haven't been to Wegmans since COVID-19 has started. Because I, like... And my husband has to go anyways because he's he's picking up stuff for the restaurant. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this because I just feel like people have been nuts. So No, they have the other thing is like, I mean, there is Instacart and people have done that. Too. Right. I've debated like I don't promote places that don't give me money on here or friends that aren't friends of mine. So, But there are places I know friends have not gone at all. They've done the pickup, just call and have it. You know, deliver. And I see, I live by a Target. I go for walks every day. Mm-hmm. I live by the mall. And I've seen where I, I'll go down, there's like the little path to go down, then I'll go back up. And there's the thing for pickup. So there is, and there is that option too. If people complain about wearing masks or you just don't want to deal with it, there is, you can pick it up. It's, exactly. You know. Exactly. And a lot of places, what they'll do, if they don't have your item, you might get lucky. They might offer a more expensive item for the same price. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. I found that out, actually. That's interesting. Which is cool. That is cool. Because I'm always afraid. I've, I've grown up, again, working at bars. I used to hit some of the takeout. We'd get go on the drive through afterwards, and I remember going, trying to get a burger somewhere and getting a cinnamon roll. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I still remember my friend, it's a cinnamon roll. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> they fuck you at the drive-thru. Oh, my gosh. That's so <laughs> but then the movie idea is really cool, too. I think it is. I mean, like you were saying, we have a no, huge uh, patio. No, you're not going to do, like, Dawn of the Dead or 28 Days Later. I am No, legend. we're going to steer clear of those right now. Um, no, we're really kind of going throwbacky. I feel like, a little bit with most of them. Um, but, yeah, our patio's huge. We have a giant tent. It's a nice night where you can just kind of go out. There's a nice breeze. Get a bucket of uh, three heads of sponsoring it. So bucket of three head beer. Three heads are better than one. The, absolutely. Oh, that was one time I, that night. I barely remember when you had the three heads tasty. Which one? A certain musician that I won't mention. He saw me the day after when I had to drive him home. It was like, how did I get home? But he didn't drive home. I drove him home, and I'm not going to mention his name. Oh, my gosh. Until his shows come up, and I get in free forever. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you've had a lot of t- Yeah, that's always. 
we've done a, we uh, we've done a lot of uh, nights where I think people <laughs> maybe walked out and and don't remember things. Yeah, we used to do a lot of beer tasting. We do a lot with Three Heads. We're obviously super tight with them. Oh yeah, and they yeah. have a nice brewery. I mean, that's the beauty about awesome. Rochester is. You could find plenty of breweries, different kinds. There's Black Button Cider, Black uh, Blue Blackbird, yeah. There's Blackbird. Though, I'm too, talking yeah. of town. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's honestly this city is. I mean, that's why Jeff and I do that giant homegrown thing, that Rochester homegrown, because we feel like Rochester doesn't get as much appreciation as it deserves. I mean, we have like so many awesome things. Like, well, I tell this ridiculous. is the typical thing, and I've lived away. I've lived different places. I lived in Alexandria, and. What I found is a lot of people, I'm getting out of here, I'm getting out of here. Then a couple of years later, they come home and they don't realize. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, like, I have a really good friend. Ironically, again, I was supposed to visit her in Philadelphia. And dealing with the things I've done with my dad over the years with his dementia, I couldn't get out. But I was going to go visit her. So what happens literally the week of going to visit her? This hits, and by Wednesday I'm talking to her. How's it doing in Philly? And so I didn't go. But the thing for Philly, when you're from Rochester, it's everything to do there are all kinds of restaurants i will get there swear my head off when i start hitting philly proper driving <laughs> <laughs> that good old the social distancing salute comes out a lot oh my god and if you think like and then i'll come back here and go i complain about driving on the expressway here for 15 minutes uh, i was stuck for 45 to 50 minutes driving when i hit philly proper absolutely and the drivers suck worse than here the only thing is they go so slow you can go in between yeah but and so the way that i just leave my car by our house don't take it then i go home at like four in the morning when i go home oh, yeah. and you don't realize here how we have that even like and i'll always complain about it because I'm yeah one of those, my personality changed to mr hyde when i try it's like for love and cup too i'm ah oh, there's parking yay yes yes and how is it you probably know a little because again our love and cup is right by rit how's yes. it going with rit coming back and everything else you know i'm certainly you know seeing people a lot i saw more people. when i was down a couple weeks ago at your place coming in. Yeah, I mean, I know what their plans are a little bit, um, and it seems like they're, you know, loosely their plans. They essentially have um, had people moving into dorms, like, in different, you know, groups, you know, brand-new students, you know, there were different days and allotments. Um, they have they had one hour to get into their dorm, um, and they could bring one person with them. This is going to be because one of my I friends actually, yeah. his son's going to Morrisville today. Yeah. And I was talking to his son about, and he said, we're pretty much going to be in our dorms. Yeah. And you don't have to go crazy, but I also think there's the aspect of the social life and everything. And I know when I was that age, I would be stupid. So, and we've heard all the stuff about Florida, how young people are. So you just hope for the best. You hope yeah. that they have some brains and everything on it. I'm glad they're taking the parameters because I'm right next door to them. Yeah, that's what um. I was thinking of that myself <laughs> yeah. when I come down here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're being great. I know the courtyard, like the old Marriott courtyard that they bought in our dorms on Western Rietta is set aside for quarantining if they come across That's what I found at this college. I was talking again to one of my friend's sons, and he said that they have things set aside. They do, and they just purchased the Radisson next door to me. So they are definitely not like, they're taking this seriously, and I know um, they did a lot of like touch lists, you know, They've they've changed the campus. They've spent you know. I I'm still involved with St. John much. Fisher a little bit. I yeah. usually go up there, do a little advising for the history club with my friends. So I talked to my friend who's a professor there. He said they were starting in August. They're going in by Thanksgiving. We usually done podcasts from his office, and we're sort of 
queasy about we're gonna see because i even try for this i try to be very safe and everything and yes it's down and especially upstate but you always want to be careful till it's over and i always say you've got the good attitude too it's gonna be we're not going to make any predictions, are we? I'm hoping for the best for you for winter, but I guess you've said when it gets a little cooler, you're going to go inside a little. Because understand, have they to. have a very big patio. Yes. So it's very spacious, and yeah, we're going to keep the tent up till I think November first. Hope for a really nice Indian summer. Uh, but it's yeah, been we're gonna, warm as heck, mosquitoey as heck too. Yeah, the bugs have been out, but it's been we have had a beautiful summer. That is like one thing that I can be. It is. Everyone agree, should be I thankful agree. for. Um, but yeah, we're going to start doing some stuff inside um actually starting this week you know and we we have um you know standards for you know obviously the tables are very spaced out there's gonna be a minimum for what seating. kind of drugs did they do if they were spaced out <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. oh and the one thing i've seen this okay keep an eye for it okay. i've seen people the tables are very spaced out so there's a big group and they yeah. push them together oh yeah we have a sign and i got this one from john elcott that says uh the furniture is in a place in their place for a reason. Do not move it. We wouldn't come to your house and move your furniture. And I would. yeah, you would. I'd steal you would. some stuff too, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, that's another thing where I had tickets for the comedy at the Carlson for one thing. It was the continuous uh, struggle where it went three dates, and I got a refund. Oh my! Gosh. And that's like the year all my I was going to go see Nick Cave in Philly. Oh, yeah. But then I'm thinking that's first world problems. I'm complaining. It is. About, You're allowed to be disappointed though. You're allowed. Well, I've to seen be... Nick Cave before, but yeah. he was awesome. So maybe he would have sucked this time. Look it that way yeah but then you think about that too how like i would go see jason isbell every year yeah and one of my friends moondog dave he said sort of a bad year he's like i need this it was trey anastasio oh, jason isbell yeah and it was the only time I, they were playing together we grabbed tickets the first day we were like fifth yeah, row i was gonna go and then i we he literally got him when they went on sale yeah he's, Rob, we're going we're going and i'm like ah great i could sneak out during train anastasia because stop it hey, you don't like him i always say you know you like what you know, i get i get heat by that sometimes like one of my <laughs> friends called me some bad names for not liking the grateful dead he's like you gotta yeah i like some i always like something from i like some but it's usually not my it's you know, not jam, your cup of jam tea. band they're hugely talented yeah but i'm more but it's like i would have stayed for both of them but then you know, we're waiting, we're waiting. I got the text. Mm-hmm. And it was like the saddest text in the world. I know. That this was, because this was literally the only time we go see, I've seen Jason Isbell probably more than anybody for big shows. I'm not Never a seen him person. and I want to. He's, he's incredible. We went down to the, to the New York to see him at the Beacon. Oh, wow. And then he played Water Street. He was better here. Wow. But he comes, you know, he does those shows down to C-Mac. Now, yeah. And he's one of the best songwriters and he's always but one story I'll give you one of my friends met him when he was in drive-by truckers and he met him he's walking down East Avenue he's gonna play here and he's like oh Mr. Isbell it's like you know I met you before and he's like you you meet me when I you know was used to drink was I an asshole to you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Shires his wife is great but I eventually I highly recommend going I would love it my friend was so we had fifth row for this wow and it went down the drain yeah (laughs) yep I had a few shows that I was gonna have for the first time I was gonna go see Ben Folds at the Philharmonic like Ben Folds Live is one of my favorite albums so cool and then the Avid Brothers I have become obsessed with I have to get into them because everybody loves them so good and they were gonna play at Oma Gang. I had free tickets, and it was like my anniversary weekend. Oh. Another one you've had, Bill Kirchin. Oh, and I remember, love you remember him. when Bill said, though, like he wrote the song about the high risers. Yeah. Because he said, Trout Mouse or whatever. But yeah. he said that, you know, he said, we don't have a lot of bands. And I know a friend who moved to Georgia. He said, I love Atlanta. I love it here. But 
the weird thing for me is I know you say you could, if somebody came up to me, I, well, not this year, but any year, I could tell people, okay, what kind of music you like, you can find it here. He said, I can't find any shows down here. Really? Yeah, and I was surprised for Atlanta, but he loves the place. It's yeah. Just that he said, we don't get anything like you do at all. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And when I lived in D.C., either we would drive to Maryland and stuff like We saw a George Thorogood concert. Or, or when I was in Albany, we saw, I think it was George Thorogood and Suzanne Vega, but it was nothing like here. So I yeah. had to look. But, but Bill Kirchin, too, he so was there. Great. Another guy who's great, personable, and he raves about like the scene here. He loves it here. You know, he comes and does his annual Christmas oh, show. Oh, yes. Well, it's this so year cool. we'll... <laughs> you know, he actually... Well, we'll have to see. He actually keeps it so small on the stage. We could probably do it and, you know, do several shows, but we'd have to, yeah, we'd keep it very... That's, that's all we're going to do is say wait and see. And wait and I, see. No predictions about 2021, except it'll be 2021. And yeah. like for tw- th- this year, I didn't have 2020 hindsight on this year either. Had I known. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have used some of my small business money to buy an island or something to go yeah. away. A coffee plant, you know, coffee plants. Yeah. And but it's been very cool having you. Oh, I, my gosh. I will awesome. see you on Friday. Are you going to be here Friday? I'm actually gone? out of town. I'm taking. Well, like... I'm not going to take over for you there, but. Well, yeah. you know. Go feel free. I will be there. I don't want the responsibility. <laughs> all right, anymore. all right. Just it's like enjoy when you, yourself. When your staff came up to me, it's like <laughs> with the mask. <laughs> it's like okay, I'll go in in order. But you're going to have one of our good friends, Meg Williams. Yes, who, yes. Last time she played in Rochester was at Love and Cup. Yes, indeed. And she's actually come up. She's been up from from what I heard in Nashville. Right now, they're doing going through a lot of crap. I they're that. one of the places. I'm. Mean, Alyssa Trayan told me that. There, she just said. I mean, she's very nice, so she just. I don't want to talk about it. That's what she said. But she said the mayor. It's really bad down there, and oh, she yes. would even say if she tried to visit up here, they're one of the quarantine things. Yeah. But Meg fled a time ago, and she's been up here. Yeah. Doing her concerts, and she's playing a little. But she's going to be playing out on Friday. She is. And I will be there. And starting at five, we have free good, music on the I, patio because I. Always forgot the times, but yeah. I had it written on my. I do my little calendar, then I can't read it. <laughs> but we're going to play. But show them now. Give information to Ed because it's at Park Point, but some people don't know where that is. It's stuff Jefferson by RIT. Yeah, it's that's a, probably like me. You probably don't know the address. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's three hundred Park Point Drive, Suite one hundred one. It's right on the corner of John Street. And first Jefferson. time ever when I was down there last week. First time. Ever, ever, I drove past it and I turned on the guest. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's like twenty twenty, yay! Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we're just yeah we we're not going to places as often. I've done the same thing several times. I also like feel like I'm not as good of a driver anymore because I just. <laughs> oh, I the one thing I did I have it's, I don't know if it's the same for you. I haven't gotten gas in so long, a lot as much, and also I haven't gotten oil changes in so long. Oh yeah, but I had, for a while I was not like I'm saving so much money on gas. But as yeah. soon as I got out there, I started swearing at people and going, <laughs> "You suck!" and everything on the road. So I've I was learned. Like, ah, things I've learned of your road rage today. Yeah, no, I've always done that. I'm always like a different person. I think a lot of us are though. That's funny. It's like peace, except for you know. I have moments. I'll, yeah, I'll, but I'll, we're gonna play something for yeah, Meg and do come it. down on Friday. Yep, and. She always ends her shows on with a little bit of the devil, and it's a good song. And yeah. she's a little bit of the devil. If you ever hear her play, she's got such great soul with the guitar. She does. And she's real. I can't see enough good things about her. She's she's awesome. And I remember, and I love, one of the things I love about Rochester, too, I've seen so many people from the beginning. I remember when she was first starting out, and all of a sudden, wow, here's Meg. I know. I want to get to the point where they have the big shows and they ignore me. Because <laughs> yeah. I always decided that when you play Madison Square Garden, I want backstage. It's like, Rob, who? <laughs> yeah. But thanks a lot. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. This has been oh, so much fun. Always. 
you know, that's what I'm trying to do, trying to help keep us afloat. Well, thank and I wish you the for best your... for everyone. I've always said I hope the best for everybody on this. That's all. Yeah, yeah. you know. Well, I... except for that person, I don't like. You know, <laughs> who remains nameless? You know. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> well, yeah, we. I'm not a saint, so. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I appreciate you reaching out and and you just highlighting the things I'm that we're doing. I'm even sympathetic to Bills fans. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I know. I what get are you? What? what a, what team are I you? I like the Vikings, so I can't okay. complain. I don't hate the Vikings. No, but they always, they're good. See, they're a good metaphor for life because you get some teams, they suck or they're good. Uh-huh. The Vikings will never be terrible, but they will always disappoint in the end. <laughs> it's like being a Bills fan, but they have but been we don't awful have our, for a while. But we don't have our, like, 1-13 in 13 seasons, and they have digs this year. Yeah. So. I have been joking that this would have been the year that the Bills would have gone to the Super Bowl. You know, that's what I said. It's like, well, I said, anybody, you're a baseball fan. If you have the worst team in baseball, you're not going to lose 60 games. Yeah. But but thanks a lot. And have, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, just hope it goes well. And I Thank will see you. you when I, I've, I've used this. I will see you eventually. I'll see you eventually. <laughs> so here's Meg Williams, a little bit of the devil. And thank you, Leslie. Bye. Give it up, she got